0: Section sixty-six of the Book of Household Management. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recorded by Stacy Mannion. The Book of Household Management by Isabella Beeton. Chapter twenty-eight. General observations on creams jellies souffles omelettes and sweet dishes creams the yellowish white opaque fluid smooth and unctuous to the touch which separates itself from new milk and forms a layer on its surface when removed by skimming is employed in a variety of culinary preparations the analysis of the contents of cream have been decided to be in a hundred parts butter 3.5 curd or matter of cheese 3.5 weigh 92 that cream contains an oil is evinced by its staining clothes in the manner of oil and when boiled for some time a little oil floats upon the surface the thick animal oil which it contains the well-known butter is separated only by agitation as in the common process of churning and the cheesy matter remains blended with the whey in the state of buttermilk. Of the several kinds of cream, the principal are the Devonshire and Dutch clotted creams, the Costerfin cream, and the scotch sour cream. The Devonshire cream is produced by nearly boiling the milk in shallow tin vessels over a charcoal fire and kept in that state until the whole of the cream is thrown up. It is used for eating with fruits and tarts. The cream from Costerfin, a village of that name near Edinburgh, is accelerated in its separation from three or four days old milk by a certain degree of heat. And the Dutch clotted cream, a coagulated mass in which a spoon will stand upright, Is manufactured from fresh-drawn milk which is put into a pan and stirred with a spoon two or three times a day to prevent the cream from separating from the milk the scotch sour cream is a misnomer for it is a material produced without cream a small tub filled with skimmed milk is put into a larger one containing hot water and after remaining there all night the thin milk called wig is drawn off and the remainder of the contents of the smaller vessel is sour cream jellies are not the nourishing food they were at one time considered to be and many eminent physicians are of the opinion that they are less digestible than the flesh or muscular part of animals still when acidulated with lemon juice and flavored with wine they are very suitable for some convalescence. Vegetable jelly is a distinct principle, existing in fruits, which possesses the property of gelatinizing when boiled and cooled, but it is a principle entirely different from the gelatin of animal bodies, although the name jelly, common to both, sometimes leads to an erroneous idea on that subject. Animal jelly, or gelatin, is glue, whereas vegetable jelly is rather analogous to gum. Liebig places gelatin very low indeed in the scale of usefulness. He says, gelatin, which by itself is tasteless and when eaten excites nausea, possesses no nutritive value that, even when accompanied by the savory constituents of flesh, is not capable of supporting the vital process and when added to the usual diet as a substitute for plastic matter does not increase but on the contrary diminishes the nutritive value of the food which it renders insufficient in quantity and inferior in quality it is this substance which is most frequently employed in the manufacture of jellies supplied by the confectioner but those prepared at home from calves feet do possess some nutrition and are the only sort that should be given to invalids. Icing glass is the purest variety of gelatin and is prepared from the sounds or swimming bladders of certain fish, chiefly the sturgeon. From its whiteness it is mostly used for making blancmange and similar dishes. The white of eggs is perhaps the best substance that can be employed in clarifying jelly as well as some other fluids, for the reason that when albumen and the white of eggs is nearly pure albumen is put into a liquid that is muddy, from substances suspended in it, on boiling the liquid the albumin coagulates in a flocculent manner, and entangling with it the impurities, rises with them to the surface as a scum, or sinks to the bottom according to their weight. Soufflés, omelettes, and sweet dishes, in which eggs form the principal ingredient, demand for their successful manufacture an experienced cook. They are the prettiest, but most difficult of all entremets. The most essential thing to ensure success is to secure the best ingredients from an honest tradesman. The entremets coming within the above classification are healthy, nourishing, and pleasant to the taste and may be eaten with safety by persons of the most delicate stomachs. End of section 66